0: Hello, Atlanta, and welcome back to another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. What's going on in the Atlanta real estate market in the last seven days? Is it picking up steam? Is it slowing down significantly? What is something that you should know if you live in metro Atlanta? What is something you should know about in metro Atlanta? This week we're going to talk about the Atlanta Zoo. And then is the shaky economy slowing the rise in home equity. We've also got a great listener question about financing and appraisal contingencies in a purchase agreement, whether you're buying a home or not, might be an interesting topic. Again, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. We help listeners go from real estate novices to experts, so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry, typical with life's biggest investments. If you want to communicate with us, if you want to connect with us, please do. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions it will answer on the radio. We've got lots of great listener questions this week. You can make comments. You can push back. You can share ideas. You can ask for your neighborhood to be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. Or you can subscribe to our podcast. Our podcast is available on all major platforms, and we love to have you and would love to have you as a subscriber to our podcast. Let's jump right into some real estate data for Metro Atlanta. Now, this is for the last seven days, and the market is still staying really, really busy. It will slow down somewhat in November, December, January, but really Not necessarily noticeable compared to the last few months. Certainly, we don't know what the election is going to do in terms of uh, whether it might put a little bit of a slowdown on the market. My guess is there are so many buyers out there looking to buy homes who are unable to find the homes they're looking for um, or are being outbid by other buyers on these homes that the market is going to continue to move forward very strongly for the next few months. In the last seven days, there was one thousand six hundred and fifty-six new listings listed in Metro Atlanta. One thousand six hundred and fifty-six new homes were listed in Metro Atlanta in the last seven days. Nine hundred and twenty-seven homes had a price decrease. You're probably wondering, Cleve, why are you giving us the number of homes with a price decrease? Well, it's because most buyers in the market today feel like they're being pushed out of the market or squeezed out of the market because there's multiple offers on every single home they try to buy. Well, this is 927 homeowners who are trying to sell their home, who are announcing to the world, hey, I might be interested in selling my home for less than I thought it was worth, or I might be a little bit more motivated to sell my home than the average homeowner in Metro Atlanta. 927 times that happened in the last seven days one thousand five hundred and thirty nine homes went under contract that means one thousand five hundred and thirty nine times in the last seven days a seller and a buyer successfully negotiated a final agreement uh, that they plan to close on in the near future and then there were two thousand four hundred and fifty six new closings two thousand four hundred and fifty six closings for the week when you think about that, that's a lot of closings closing over five days. That's 500 closings a day uh, in metro Atlanta for the last seven days. So the market is definitely moving in the right direction. If you are interested in selling or you are interested in buying, my suggestion for you is don't wait. Let's go ahead and have some exploratory conversations about budgeting and areas and dwelling types and things to be concerned with. If you're looking to sell, You know, on what you would need to do to put your home in the shape to sell for the highest possible sales price, and what's the least amount of money you could invest to get the biggest return? Those are the types of things we like to answer for you and all other listeners for the radio show. And we invite you to reach out to us again. GoGaddisRadio.com. G O. G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com is where you go. Um, If you go there, then the message is sent directly to me, and I'll be the one communicating with you. And I love nothing more than that. Had a gentleman last week, has a home indicator. He's not thinking about selling anytime soon. Wanted to know how the Sell Your Home for $28,000 More program works. And so we had a conversation, talked to him exactly about how it works. He also is an insurance agent. In the area, and so I think he probably knows a couple of other people who might want to take advantage of it. And speaking of the $28,000 more, selling your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor, I don't think you should feel stuck uh, because you're concerned that coronavirus will force you to sell for less or that it'll take forever to sell, or, and this is a concern for a lot of people, that you might miss your time frame, meaning you might not be able to make your purchase line up with your sale. But I think you shouldn't feel stuck that coronavirus might have actually helped you in giving you better options we want to show you how to sell your home for twenty eight thousand dollars more than what your neighbor sold for and make your timing work out perfectly we can also ensure that the entire process is safe for everyone certainly you just visit gogaddisradio.com g-o-g-a-d-d-i-s radio.com click on twenty eight thousand dollars more and that'll be the first step to unlocking your home's full value and make timing a non-issue but be careful Don't click that link unless you really want to sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor. One more time, it's gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. If you live in Metro Atlanta, we think you should know a lot about Metro Atlanta. I happen to be a native of Atlanta. Uh, There's not that many of us here. In fact, I always tell everybody that there's a club of 700, but if you've lived here long enough, we'll make you an honorary member. And so I, it's not that I know all of these things that I'm giving you on the radio each week, because we do research, and this week's topic is the Atlanta Zoo. And it has been years and years and years since I've been to the Atlanta Zoo. In fact, I had to ask somebody I had lunch with on Friday who lives in Grant Park, which is where the Atlanta Zoo is located, is inside of Grant Park. I had to ask if the zoo was still there, and I was embarrassed to ask. I can remember as a kid going to the Atlanta Zoo visiting the cyclorama which uh, has been moved somewhere and I don't know where that is but I'm gonna keep researching these things for you Uh, for all of you who call Metro Atlanta home I'm gonna make sure you know everything you need to know about Metro Atlanta we it's a great city we should love it we should take advantage of all that this city has to offer the Atlanta Zoo the origins of Zoo Atlanta date back to 1889 in the form of a traveling carnival which was operated by George W. Hall the carnival failed to prosper and was donated to the city of Atlanta. His collection of animals was the foundation of the new zoo, which prospered until, unfortunately, it nearly went bankrupt in the 80s. And I remember a huge campaign to save the zoo back then. Zoo Atlanta's large collection of animals is renowned for its diversity and variety. There are mammals, birds, reptiles, and amphibians are all represented in the park. The zoo also boasts, listen to this, the largest gorilla and orangutan population in the United States. A number of rare and endangered species are featured in the park, in, uh, including the um, Komodo dragon, uh, the uh, Arakan forest turtles, the clouded leopards. In 1999, Zoo Atlanta introduced an exhibit of giant pandas, becoming the fourth zoo in the U.S. to house these rare animals. The zoo covers over 40 acres. It's open every day of the year except Thanksgiving and Christmas. Families with infants, may bring their own stroller and or they may rent one there and an indoor playground is there an outdoor playground a petting zoo interactive naked mole rat tunnel play area are all available for children when you visit the zoo so my suggestion is if you haven't been to the atlanta zoo let's get out and support or i should call it zoo atlanta let's get out and support zoo atlanta i think that is so important this segment of the show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and sorahan They're a full-service law firm with 21 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, and real estate contract review and title insurance matters. The number to use for them is 770-497-0000. Again, 770-497, excuse me, excuse me, wrong phone number. I just gave you my phone number. O'Kelly and Soarhands, vote number seven seven zero four nine seven one eight eight zero seven seven zero four nine seven one eight eight zero. That's what happens when your your mind goes, your your mouth goes faster than your mind. Has the shaky economy slowed down the rise in home equity? It's an article from DS News, a great resource. Of the fifty eight point nine million mortgage homes in the United States, sixteen point seven million are considered equity-rich, meaning they have more than 50% equity in their home. Nationwide equity-rich properties this past quarter numbered about 1 in 4 or 28.3%. Only 3.5 million homes that have mortgages or 1 in 17 mortgaged homes were reported to be seriously underwater with at least 25% more than the property's estimated market value owed on the home. And that number represents 6% of all U.S. properties with a mortgage, down from 6.2% in the prior quarter and 6.5% a year ago. The truth is, is that in many metro areas, housing has appreciated in the double digits even during the pandemic, and that is uh, huge. We've got a listener question from Rhonda in Peachtree Corner. She says, We're buying a home and are confused by our agent's explanation of the financing and appraisal contingencies. Um, Can you explain, oh man, so many people are insecure about deadlines and I want you to go into the negotiation and the working through the contract in a very trusting, I understand all of the details. Two different contingencies, financing, contingency period, those range anywhere from 21 to 30 days. They can be whatever you want them to be. At the end of that 21 to 30 days, it is the buyer's responsibility to, uh, to either terminate the loan if they cannot get the financing or to move forward as if it was an all-cash sale. So that's the financing contingency. And you don't actually have to provide anything to the seller to show them that you can get financing. It's a good idea to do that. The seller does have a right to request it, and then you would have to provide it. But the current contract does not make you provide that uh, information. Now, the, the appraisal contingency is a second part of the financing contingency exhibit. And it says the home will be appraised within X number of days, typically 21 to 30 days. If it fails to appraise for the purchase price, you will notify the seller that they you're asking them to reduce the purchase price and you'll give them a copy of the appraisal. You cannot, however, force the seller to make any adjustments to the price. They can negotiate with you, they can refuse, or they can adjust the price. And the nice thing is is that it spells out the time frames from when you ask the seller to reduce the price. They only have three days to answer you. If they don't answer you yes or no, then you as a buyer can terminate. Hey, um, real quickly, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got John Birchfield with Capital City Home Loans who will be here to talk to us about why interest rates are so low, what basic information is required by mortgage lenders to get a loan approved, and what are some common hiccups during underwriting. We also want you to be confident about the dollars and cents due at closing. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back.